Welcome to episode 14 of the Katie and Ryan Show. How's it going, Katie? Happy recording Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. Gonna get down on Friday. You look so. like you literally just rolled out of bed. I literally did. Your hair is all it's like great. cray cray. Well, no, this is this is fashion. I just <laughs> asked that you look it up. Was, that, was it fashion when you had stamps in your hair? <laughs> <laughs> yes, obviously. So we have a guest today, Katie, if you'd yes. like to introduce her. Um, this is Chase. Say hi, Chase. Hi. <laughs> uh, she's from Bolino Branding, and she is just like a marketing wizard. I like, like that. Like, I'm pretty good at marketing, and then like I read something Chase says or does, and my mind is blown. And I'm always like fangirling over like her emails and every like literally I fan don't I? I yeah, do. he actually emailed me about it. So. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. So um, buckle up, you guys. She's got a lot of great information. Yeah, definitely. And I follow Chase on Instagram, and she has a ton of great content. Uh, it's very visual friendly. Very, the, I love the color schemes, the fonts she does. It's mm-hmm. just. Um, not just outside of even the design piece, just the, the content on the back end is amazing too. Yeah, so I really like quality it. stuff. Yeah. So Chase, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, sure. Um, I've been in real estate for about two years. I started pretty much right out of high school. Um, and then I remember I was actually talking to my boyfriend about this a couple of days ago. Back when I first went to, you know, how you have the recruiting meetings and everything, um, the guy who was trying to recruit me was like, what made you want to go into real estate? And back then I said I wanted to change the way realtors market themselves. And I completely forgot about that until I was like sitting in the garage with my boyfriend and it's like, oh crap, I actually said that. And right. then I went into real estate, started selling houses and everything, and then kind of just did my own thing and then realized I wasn't passionate about selling anymore. I wanted to actually do what I wanted to do with design and branding and marketing and all of those things because they are really important, you know? You found your niche. Yeah, yeah. So before that, I didn't know what I wanted to do branding-wise or design-wise, and then I realized a lot of agents could use my help and decided this is my place. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, her, again, stunning work. Yeah, Thank definitely. You. So you want to, you know, I think a lot of realtors need like kind of the, the social media slash marketing 101. And oh, and so 100, 100? <laughs> lower division classes. <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> so what what could you kind of just detail to you know humdrum agent out there what the importance of you know just having a strong social media presence is? Um, yeah, so social media it helps you build your personality, engage with other people, and build relationships that are actually able to form business. Because if you do it right, you can be genuine and valuable and bring in a lot of followers and a lot of a big audience basically so um if you're consistent yourself genuine you'll have no problems growing your account and like the main goal is to build your list and then build your clientele and so as long as you do those things you're good that's that's good that's good stuff what do, you, what do you find the most successful realtors or anyone out there in general on social media? What are they, what are they doing to differentiate themselves? I know you mentioned like being genuine and authentic, or is there any other things that, that you've noticed? Um, they just tell their own story. They don't push their agenda on selling mm-hmm. things to their audience. They focus on telling people who they are, what they do, what they enjoy. Like there's one agent I follow. She's up in Canada. I can't remember her name for the life of me. 
Um, I could probably look it up later and give you guys for the notes or whatever, but um, she loves crafting for her clients and building gift baskets oh and my everything. Gosh, adorable. Right? And she has this color scheme and she loves turquoise and, or teal rather. And so everything on her feed is teal. She shows that she loves it. She shows what she's doing for her clients. And she tells her own story that way instead of saying, I have a new market or a new property for sale. I feel packed. <laughs> wow, triggered. No, I'm just kidding. There's a good way to do it, and then right. there's like the salesy yeah. way to do it. You know, like when you when you say I have a new listing, you want to sell the experience of that house, not exactly four bedroom, two house, blah, blah, blah. twelve right, hundred square feet. Anyone can do that. Exactly, but you want to be like, can you imagine sitting on this porch drinking a cup of coffee in the morning? Like you want to show them the Definitely. experience about the house and make them want to live there instead of just feeling like they're being sold to all the time. Oh, yeah, right? definitely. And people can smell that. From exactly. Out. Oh, absolutely. There needs to be a certain amount of finesse mm-hmm. yeah. when kind of debuting a home. And mm-hmm. a lot of realtors, and I think a lot of people miss an important mark, is context. Oh, totally. Um, like, they'll take a photo of a house, and they'll post it and not say anything, or, yeah. like, the context. Like, although, like, let's say Instagram is very visually based, like, mm-hmm. you need to tell a story. Correct. And exactly. if you don't tell a story, people... They're just going to be confused. Yeah, exactly. And, and it doesn't stand out. It's exactly. just like everything else. Uh, one of the things I, I remember, even just, and this is even past social media, but just connecting with, with others. The last listing I just had on, in Ukaipa, Lon Franc, it, it was, you know, it's more of a rural area. And I remember just talking with people during the open house, like on the porch, in the front porch, and it's just being so peaceful and quiet and you hear your birds chirping, you see squirrels running oh around. Oh my gosh. If you, if you try hard, you can hear the rattlesnakes. <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, just the, the, the nature aspect of it. And mm-hmm. I noticed when I, even as, as a realtor talking to, to other clients or potential clients or open house attendees, at, you know, on the porch, you know, connecting with them over that is something mm-hmm. a lot more, I guess it, it kind of breaks through more though, more so than, right. hey, this is a three bed, two bed, right. 2,300 square feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, are there any other major platforms outside of like Facebook and Instagram you see like realtors having success with? Um, I've actually seen a few get success through Pinterest. Okay. But in order to do that, you have to blog and you have to blog consistently. I'd mm-hmm. suggest probably once a week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that you can build that audience. And Pinterest actually helps because you build traffic and then you can do Facebook ads with the traffic so that you have a warm audience on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, it's a whole thing through sales funnels that you could do from that. Um, Definitely. So, like, th- that might be a different episode. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I think you could really so, dive in. I know. It gets so nitty-gritty. Yeah. Um, but you just get a warm audience from there, and that helps you build your list, too, mm-hmm. which you can put in your CRM. Or I like uh, ConvertKit, okay. personally. Um, it's not real estate it's not a real estate CRM, mm-hmm. but I like it because it's got the analytics for it. So you okay. can see how many people open it. I mean, you can do that with any of them, mm-hmm. but it's, I just like it a lot more than any of the other real estate CRMs I've used. Um, and they actually just rebranded. I don't know how it's going to be <laughs> now that they rebranded, but I'm yeah. sure it'll be even better than it was before. Cool. So. Awesome. So. You, you mentioned that you do branding, so right. could you kind of dive in? Because sometimes I'll, I'll talk to other realtors and they're like, what's branding? Right. They, they hear, is that like is that like my logo? Mm-hmm. Is that like my, my Facebook page? But could you kind of like dive into like like what branding truly is? Yeah, so a brand, a brand is not just a logo. 
And it's one of my pet peeves when people think that it is because there's so much more to it. Mm -hmm. Like you have the color scheme, you have the whole strategy behind it and the psychology behind it to make it to make it successful. And you have to make sure everything's consistent too. Totally. Otherwise, it's not as um, powerful. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, like when I develop a brand strategy for my clients, I always, always, always ask them who their target audience is, and realtors will say anyone and everyone willing yeah. to sell yeah. or buy a home. That's not the case though. Hmm. And if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. Hmm. And that's one of my favorite sayings to tell clients because it's so powerful and so true. Um, so you really need to dive in and create your niche. Like for me, when I was selling, it was millennial women. So everything I did and everything I created was created with millennial women in mind. And that made it easy for me because I'm a millennial woman. Mm -hmm. So I kind of knew what we were looking for. Um, some people choose military families because, I mean, Riverside, we're right by the base. Um, some people, animal lovers. I know you guys are animal lovers and you brand a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Or you incorporate a lot of that stuff into your brand. Um, some people, foodies. Yeah. They post a lot of food. <laughs> oh, man. They, Ryan's like a coffee person. I am a coffee person. Are you? Okay. So like maybe you could partner with, like, coffee houses and, like, form an engagement pod mm -hmm. with them, maybe. Um, just so that way... You have the same audiences, yeah. and then they all interact with your posts, you interact with their posts, and you get that engagement organically, and then you get more followers that way, too. I like that. It's okay, a good idea. so I'm captivated. <laughs> you kind of explained what engagement pod is, which basically everyone agrees to like support everyone right. through social media. Totally. Right. Um, are these common, or like how would you even begin to start one? So a lot of bloggers, like fashion bloggers especially, have engagement pods and they use them so well that they get their massive followings and everything through that. Um, so basically you just reach out to businesses with the same niche as you, make sure you have the same target audience. And then you make like, some people use Telegram, the app for like messages and yeah. stuff. And then they create a list of like 10, 15 people and they all add it into there. Mm -hmm. And then you all follow each other. And then whenever you send a new post or post a new post, then you send that link into there and then you all go like and comment on it. And it has to, the comments have to be at least four words. Otherwise, it doesn't really count so as a like comment. So you mean like three fire emojis isn't going to cut it? No. no. <laughs> Unfortunately not. That's my go-to. Oh, gosh. Oh, goodness. So when kind of going back to the kind of creating community culture and whatnot, mm -hmm. do you find, do you, how often do you find, I guess, realtors that are, I, I, let's say you have 100 realtors. How many of those are actually doing something like that, would you say? Probably not many. Maybe a handful, a handful. at most. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, not many. Not many. Um, I don't think... A lot of the agents are older. Mm -hmm. Not many of them think to use social media and leverage it that way. Um, but really, I think of social media as a digital farm. Definitely. And there's tons of business that you can get through it without having to go door knock an actual farm yeah I mean, granted that's still a great idea so that you can build a personal relationships that way um but yeah not many people are leveraging engagement pods or instagram to the fullest in the real mm -hmm. estate industry and it, it's kind of sad to me because right. you know, there's so much potential <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah absolutely especially with uh, millennials that like kind of the second wave entering mm -hmm. the market exactly. i've had three people reach out to me via Instagram to yeah. buy a house. So exactly. like it, it's real. 
they're coming and it just matters if you know you have the branding to set yourself apart and if you have the right message and if people are engaging with you so like I'm stoked on this engagement pod idea and like can you so we know how to get started we know what it is um who should be in it so people with like um, with similar similar audiences, but not like me and Ryan shouldn't start one with like a bunch of realtors, no. right? No. Right? No, no, no. Um, I'd say it's probably from a different industry. Like maybe interior design oh, would be the closest thing to the real estate industry for that. Um, but I'd probably just go local shops, honestly. Um, local shops that have the same type of niche as you. So I know you said coffee. So mm-hmm. coffee shops in this area might be a good idea. Um, animals, maybe partner up with pet shelters nearby um, or pet trainers. Um, trying to think of other ideas. Yeah, right. No, I just uh, I figured the listeners could really use that kind of sp- listened out for them. Totally, right. totally. When when it comes to branding and where you see kind of the trend moving to, you know, we're in 2018. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer that that this industry, whether you're you're on the consumer side or the business to business side, it's gonna be totally different. Even like in five years. Yeah. In in ten years it's probably gonna be unrecognizable from what it is right, right. now. But what would you say is there like should some people have like an alarm going off in their head if they're like not on if they're not on this or should they be kinda of like where do you where do you see people who aren't branding or aren't kind of being having a strong social media presence kind of work are they going to be left behind eventually um i would say probably Mm -hmm. but i mean there's so much business to go around there's so many different ways to generate that business that i don't think it would hurt them too much Mm -hmm. if they don't enjoy social media and stuff because i don't think you should focus your energy on things that you don't enjoy doing correct because then you aren't going to do them to the best of your ability and they aren't going to get you the results that you want um but branding wise i see i always see people with houses and their logo and keys and everything mm-hmm. house related and i think that's kind of starting to fade out a little bit mm-hmm. just because i think it's so important to brand yourself into your business yeah um like branding your personality bringing that out because mm-hmm. people don't want to engage with businesses anymore they want to engage with people correct and like the more you brand your personality, the more you'll see results too. Like people, people see the house mm-hmm. and people see the keys and everything and logos, and they're like, "Oh, another realtor." Yeah. But if you bring your personality out and your branding, then they'll be like, "Oh, who's this person?" Mm-hmm. And then, like I always see agents with their logos as their profile picture on Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. and that's kind of fading out too because you want to be the face of your business, right. not your logo. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. Um, there's a whole, there's a few little things that are tweaking, that are being tweaked, um, that will begin to phase out the old style of branding and everything. Um, but nothing too, too major. I mean, you can still get away with that stuff. Obviously, it works for a lot of people still. Um, but I'm just trying to get people to step out of that type of mindset and start forming their own personality and their own brand. That kind of is different from the brokers too, because mm-hmm. I mean, you're with Berkshire Hathaway. But what if you don't? What if something better comes along later mm-hmm. on, and you have to completely rebrand and you right. lose yourself again? Got it. Like I was talking with an agent yesterday. She was from Tarbell, and she just recently switched to KW, and she has to completely rebrand herself because she branded with Tarbell in mind instead of mm-hmm. 
instead of herself. So she's kind of back to phase one. Got it. So. Got it. But if you are on like the branding bandwagon right now and, and you're ahead of the game, I, I would still say so. And you're, you're on that cutting edge. Yeah, I get, I get that there's those agents who are you know, 20, 30 year veterans, the Martha Greens of our office mm -hmm. who, who are just, you know, they're, they're set. They're, they have the name power. They have the name power. They already have their, they have their giant list, their database, and they're yeah. just, they're set. They're, they can kind of go status quo and be fine. But do you think that someone right now who is, is branding, do you feel like they're ahead of the game? Or do you feel like they're at the curve or they're like, where, where do you think they are as far as the, the head of the, the real estate industry? Um, I definitely say that they're ahead of the game. Like mm -hmm. you look at big names, like, I don't know, I, he's big to me, but I don't know if you guys have heard of him, Ryan Serhant in New York. Okay, so he's the number one team in New York, I believe, oh. and the number two team in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, he sells millions of dollars of property a day, mm -hmm. like it's insane. Um, and he does a really good, really great job of rating himself actually. Mm -hmm. And like he's young, he's like 30 something I think. Um, and since he created his brand from the get-go, he's definitely had a benefit to his business there. Um, and I mean, he started, he moved to New York um, as like his dream was to be on Broadway. Mm -hmm. That didn't pan out. So he, his backup plan, I guess, was turned out to be real estate. And he started not knowing anybody in New York. And somehow he climbed up to that level of, that level. So, like, he did a great job because he branded himself. Right, and instead of rebranding every two years like some of us <laughs> do, he just kept building on his brand. And that's right. It's brilliant. Mm -hmm. oh, that's really good. Okay, for us little plebs, working <laughs> on our Instagram game, do you have any tips? Um, yeah, so, like, there's always ways to grow Instagram. Um, the least, like, the least hands-on way would be hashtags. Um, because you don't have to engage with people. People find you, um, but it can be hit and miss, and there's a lot of research involved in finding the perfect hashtags. Mm -hmm. um, I see countless agents using hashtag real estate, hashtag realtor, hashtag house for sale, mm -hmm. and those are good, but you don't want to use those for all 30 of your hashtags yeah. because they're too broad, and your posts will get lost within like seconds because so many people use them. Um, so what I like to do is choose like maybe 15 broad ones and then 15 narrow ones that go along with your niche, um, like hashtag coffee or like <laughs> something like that. Obviously coffee is probably really broad, but <laughs> niche it down a little yeah. bit and make it more specific. Um, like for my own account for branding, I use like hashtag graphic design, mm -hmm. um, but I also use ones like hashtag who you work with matters. Um, boss babe because mm -hmm. I'm part of a Facebook group where we interact with a bunch of people other women who are entrepreneurs and so we all kind of interact with our with each other's posts that way um, and then I use a few other real estate ones because my niche is real estate obviously um, but I don't really use too many hashtags that are filled with millions of posts mm -hmm. um, very few of them actually um, and then another way to get engagement and grow your Instagram would be to actually engage with your audience so what I like to do is I'd like to go into the location tag on Instagram and find people who I feel would fit in my niche 
And then some people follow the 3-2-1 rule, which is where they comment on three posts, like two, and then follow. Um, I don't think you have to get that nitty-gritty with it. I think you should maybe just follow them if you think that they're a really good fit, and then consistently show up on their feed, like, comment, engage with them, and build that relationship, you know? Um, that's really the number one way you could grow quick. And I'd probably just make a goal for yourself every day. Like, you know how some agents say, oh, I'm going to make X amount of calls a day mm-hmm. or door knock X amount of doors. Say, today I'm going to follow X amount of accounts and comment X amount of comments. Um, maybe like a few. Got it. Um, but you don't want to just comment like the nice pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? yeah. Because a lot of people... A lot of realtors especially, they'll find this website where you can use a bot and the bot tracks that hashtag and automatically likes and comments. Nice mm-hmm. pick, thumbs Thanks. up emoji. <laughs> Have someone's dog that passed away. It's <laughs> yeah. never appropriate. Oh, gosh. But they'll do that and then they won't get that genuine relationship and they'll mm-hmm. probably get blocked because yeah. people hate that. And it's like you're not genuine at all Mm -hmm. just go spend 20 30 minutes liking commenting genuine comments and like you'll see the results pretty quickly people will start to know who you are they'll be like oh what's ryan up to today or oh what's katie up to today let me go scroll through her feed or whatever Mm -hmm. um or her profile and like that's the best way to get engagement beside and growth besides the engagement pods we'd say the engagement pods would be like number two, and mm-hmm. then that's number one, and then hashtags would probably be number three just because it's so passive. Right. Gotcha. As far as I found myself, it's I found it more more difficult to grow my Facebook audience and my Instagram yeah. audience. And so, do you have any tips as far as in growing my Instagram? Let I me mean, excuse me, my Facebook audience, other than just like running ads and, and what whatnot. Um, Facebook is a little tricky because the algorithm keeps changing constantly. Yeah, and definitely. It's, it's really annoying to me, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, I've taken a few classes on Facebook online. There's this one blogger who I follow named mm-hmm. Courtney Foster Donahue, and she actually has a course called FB Everything, mm-hmm. and she goes through like ads, how to post, get that organic reach, and I went through that, and I still can't seem to get gotcha. it on the, like, on the head. So... Um, Ads obviously work really well as mm-hmm. long as you um, use Pinterest mm-hmm. and blog and get that warm audience and then target the warm audience through the Facebook ads. Um, another way actually would be to just find two or three Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I was doing real estate, I joined like all the local Facebook groups and tried doing all of them. And, being active in every single one of yeah. them, and it's so hard. It is. And you just spread yourself so thin. So I would just suggest going to two or three of your favorite ones and actually start posting and start being active in them. And then, like, just build relationships with those people. Definitely. And then they'll see you constantly answering their questions or making posts or. Like, go live in a Facebook group. Shoot. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Talk about vulnerable. Go, go, on, exactly. go on Ridland's Buzz and oh, see what no, happens, Katie. I'm Katie. kicked out a 2.0, 3.0. I'm you probably, got kicked out a 3.0? I'm probably kicked out a 4.0. I got kicked out of it, too. See? Oh, my gosh. I tried to get Jeff James for an interview, but... Oh, yeah, we tried. Tiffany's, like, continue. almost been kicked. She's gone, like, back and forth. I don't know how Tiffany's not been kicked out, yeah. and I've been kicked out. That gosh. doesn't seem right. 
Yeah, freedom I, of speech does not exist. <laughs> no, I got kicked out because I posted a market update. Yeah, they hate realtors. Oh, well, they do. I was. I said my intention is not to sell, but provide information of what is going on in Redlands. Nope. Apparently, <laughs> you can't tell them what's going on in Redlands. No, how dare you? Yeah, you cut the bulletins this, a little bit more this, lax. This podcast can quickly go into trash. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, you just have to. I, I find that. Like Facebook specifically, people who run ads and whether it's like for me personally, I find the most success and engagement I get isn't when I'm doing like a geographically targeted ad mm-hmm. for certain behaviors. I find it to be when I'm when I'm boosting to my sphere and my right. friends of friends. Right. And not only that, but I feel like on the back end, my end, it's so much easier to to engage with those people rather right. than you know a random person that just mm-hmm. said, like. Like if I was like if I was like a female realtor, I know like I've I've had female realtor friends go, oh my gosh, this creepy dude's messaging yeah. me. Oh, I don't like it, and it's kind of bad. But stranger danger. Uh, stranger danger <laughs> alert. But I just find it in general like if you're if you're engaging with your sphere or you're pushing your sphere out a little bit, like I think that's the most genuine way to to build right. your audience, and not just not just from a like a number counter likes or or following mm-hmm. or whatever, but just genuine like engagement I think right and that kind of actually goes along with the Pinterest strategy a little bit um, because if you run the Pinterest or if you are active on Pinterest and post your blogs on there and share it and repin it and it gets repinned and people go visit it then they'll have gone to your website Mm -hmm. and then you've already kind of built that know like and trust a little bit more Mm -hmm. and so as long as you keep retargeting them with like maybe other face or other blog posts then they'll keep looking at your content and looking at it and then they'll build more even more no like and trust and then mm-hmm. you'll kind of get that sphere type relationship with them without having to actually know them because they've read your content so much and they feel like they know you and they feel like they're kind of your friend now you know definitely so so currently the current kind of landscape of social media i'd say you know facebook's like the big player obviously because right. they have such a wide audience it's not just you know, up to like 40-year-olds now, it's like, hey, Grandma Joni's on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's not doing t- too well with the liking and commenting, yeah. but she's trying. It's like uh, you post a picture of like food and like Grandma Joni's like, I love you. Come <laughs> visit right. me. Right. Or like she stopped, like she posts a comment halfway through typing it. Oh, yeah. Like, just, oh, yeah. oops. And then it's like three comments. Sorry. I love oops, Grandma. Uh, oh, yeah. Just getting worse. Anyways. <laughs> so, so, you know, Facebook's the big one, mm-hmm. but... You have you also have um, you have Instagram. You have um, Snapchat is kind of taking the back seat. But where's your kind of opinion on Snapchat right now? Um, I don't use it too often. Mm-hmm. I know back in back when I was with Keller Williams Redlands, we had this guy named Shoel mm-hmm. come out, and he did a whole class on how to leverage Snapchat. And basically, he was like, "I have kids. I adopted two boys, and I use them in my Snapchat to sell houses." Like, I'll be doing an open house with them, and then I'll say, come buy this house for me so I can take them to Disneyland. Yeah. So, nice. (laughs) It depends on who your audience is. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people like Snapchat, but I feel like it's just taken a, it's on the back burner now because Instagram launched their Insta stories. Yeah. And, like, I hardly ever go on Snapchat anymore. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's completely non-existent to me right now. So, so someone like Gary Vee says, oh, there's now white space in Snapchat. You can stand out a little more. Right, it's, it's yeah. still, well, I know he's an investor, too, so <laughs> that might yeah. be a little bit reason why. But, yeah, I agree. I think, I think Instagram's kind of just supplanted um, the need for Snapchat. And, yeah. 
And as far as like, I get the the idea of wanting to have like a presence on on different social media channels, mm-hmm. but as, as far as like bang for your buck, as far as time is concerned, like, are you really gonna get your your time back on Snapchat? Right. Um, what do you What are your thoughts on Twitter? Um, I have never gotten into Twitter. Mm-hmm. I haven't done much research on it because I haven't. I just don't enjoy going on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just never got into <laughs> your, it. All my thing. friends back in high school, they were into it. Mm-hmm. Not me. Um, um, just another th- another idea, like Gary Vanderchuk brings up. You know, you know Gary Vanderchuk. I'm yeah. just talking out of my okay. <laughs> so, so he he mentioned that, and I thought of this when you mentioned the Instagram feature, like searching your city or mm-hmm. and and looking on posts. He, Gary Vanderchuk would say that one of the most powerful things you can do on Twitter is go on Twitter search and search yeah. your city and do the same exact thing. Just yeah. engage. Oh you know, no. <laughs> would, that, would that end badly for you, Katie? No, well, I don't think so. Are you going to get kicked People out? People just of- don't realize. <laughs> That I've Twitter. got a lot of things to say. You do have a lot of things to say. I don't know if I'm ready for the real world to see that. Well, the world isn't ready for you, Katie. <laughs> it's not, honestly. <laughs> Literally. Um, so, yeah, I think just kind of like a similar way to engage. Just if you're looking up your city and, and commenting on certain posts, if someone says right. something about, oh, these fireworks are loud and annoying and I hate them and my dog's barking mm-hmm. and you can comment, yeah, my dog is too. And it's just right. just another way to engage with your, your city right. guess, is a way to put it. And I, I actually, I read a book. Um, it's geared towards freelance designers like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it could be helpful to you, too. And they're, mm-hmm. like, Twitter's a great place to go because not a lot of people actually respond to the people you want to talk to. Um, like, they were mainly talking about, like, celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't get a lot of comments in response to their tweets or anything. So if you want to reach out to somebody, that's probably the place to do it because, like, you look at posts on Instagram and you can see they're over-encumbered with posts. Yeah. Like, they have thousands of comments mm-hmm. on them. Um, so, I mean, it's just what you enjoy and what strategy you want to take, mm-hmm. um, as to where you spend your time on social media and stuff. But I think that's definitely a way to leverage Twitter for sure. Cool. Um, do you have anything else, Katie, or mm. want to bring up? I am just completely, I'm still shook by the engagement box. Yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. Like that's going to be Is that your gem that you're, yeah, you're, you're that pulling out of today? Yeah, that is definitely my gem. Um, okay, how much do the, that I'm headed back to Instagram, um, how much do the aesthetics of your, of your um, grin really kind of play into? They're so important. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Just because Instagram is a visual platform, when people go to your profile and they see like the first nine squares, they're gonna be like, okay, what type of aesthetic are they going for, you know? Um, so I've done quite a bit of research on this actually, like trying to figure out which layout I wanna do. A big one right now is the checkerboard pattern mm-hmm. um, where they have picture, quote, picture, mm-hmm. and then they just alternate it obviously. Um, but it just depends on what you like aesthetically mm-hmm. but you definitely want to make sure it's got a consistent theme um because like i said it's a visual platform so you want to make sure it's visually appealing to everybody definitely. who's going to look at it definitely well so chase you want to plug your business and yeah. tell everyone about it so um i have bolino branding i started it back in february on accident actually um, I was in a real estate I like how you say it on accident. Accidental business. It was an accident. Yeah. I mean, it had, already, it had always been on my mind, mm-hmm. but it was always on the back burner because I wasn't sure whether or not it could be profitable or like if it would actually work out, you know. Yeah. 
And so I was actually involved in real estate Facebook groups. I still kind of am, but not nearly as much for some reason, even though it would be such a game changer for my business. Um, and I just posted something I designed for my own business and they were like, oh my gosh, that looks great. And then this one lady was like, can you come work for me? Aww. And so I messaged her and I was like, hey, I'd love to work with you. What kind of stuff are you looking to get done? And so just kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing that since February. It's obviously in the beginning, it was up and down a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, it's been pretty steady. Um, I just became an affiliate with the with Ivar. Nice. So I've, if you need anything or if you mm-hmm. want any classes on social media or anything, tell them. Okay. So that we will <laughs> be on the schedule. Cool. Um, I'm also going to be doing some classes at Keller Williams Riverside if anyone wants to come out. Um, I'll probably I'm thinking I might alternate between Riverside and Norco just to make it easier. Um, and then my Instagram, obviously Bolino Branding. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to spell Bolino, it's B O U L I N E A U. Like that. Okay. Cut it up. <laughs> and then um, Facebook, I'm not too active on. Mostly I just push the post from Instagram, so you can follow it if you want. If mm-hmm. not, no big deal. <laughs> gotcha. So what, what services do you offer? Say, hey, I want to I get branding done and I have no idea what branding is. Uh, I'm picking my nose. What do I need to do? <laughs> so I have three packages currently. I have the logo design one, which includes the brand strategy, logo design, submarks, fonts, colors, pretty much every basic thing you need. Um, and then I have my medium tier package, which is the brand design package. And then that one includes everything from the first package plus business cards, um, social media graphics, and an email signature. Mm-hmm. And then the last package has everything from those two packages plus a website. Okay. Um, so I personally use Squarespace because I can customize it and I know the custom codes to add to make it look nice. pretty. <laughs> um, and I just feel like when you have your own website, rather than using your broker's website or one from a CRM, you have so much more credibility and you can design it exactly how you want without looking like somebody else or looking like everybody else, you know? And you can still add IDX search to it. You can still add all the features that would be on a real estate website to it. Um, But it's easier to use in WordPress too, which I like, especially if I'm not going to be managing the website for you. Mm -hmm. Um, That way you can, like usually I'll provide videos on how to use it for yourself and how to add blog posts and everything so that you know exactly what you're doing. And then I just let you go. (laughs) Be free. (laughs) Be free, grow your account, grow your website. Nice, that's awesome. And so so how can people get a hold of you again? Um, My Instagram. Um, You can also give me a call, Mm 909-353-5868. Um, or you can visit my website and send me an email through there. It's just bolinobranding.com. Um, and I have, I think that's about it. Cool. That's awesome. It was very, a lot of good insights on yeah. social media and branding today. Absolutely. Like that. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming. My I'm pleasure. sure this won't be the last hearing yeah. of Chase. Um, I just want to know that you won't forget us when you become <laughs> this huge brand. Service herself <laughs> right yeah i've always told her i said she's gonna make it so. yeah yeah you're you're there there is something in my brain that just ticks and likes what you what you're doing in your Thank brand you. like 
even even like subconsciously like oh what she's doing is awesome. Right, so, she gets it. You get yeah, it. You get it. Thank Not you. a lot of people do. You get it. <laughs> so uh, I am Ryan David Laura. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at, at Ryan Realty Pro. And Katie, your I handles? am Katie Chadwick. And Chadwick. you can find me at kt.realtor on Instagram and bam, bam, Katie bam, bam, Chadwick bam, bam. on Facebook. Yay. <laughs> cool. So thanks, you guys, for listening. Thanks.